Hello, everybody out there listening today. Thanks for tuning in again this week. Uh, this is Josh from Rocker Recovery. Uh, with my co anchor, whatever you call it, co host, <laughs> co show guy. It's Tony McDonald here. How you guys doing? Oh, I forgot my last name, Bond. <laughs> All right, we're going to talk about a little bit about drinking in the Bible. And okay, so. Most of the time, I'm alcoholic, so I I can't have I have to refrain from all alcohol, all any kind of anything like that. So, but it don't say in the Bible where it's a bad thing. Like it it could be a good thing in moderation. I looked up a couple of verses with it, and it says it, it does say it is not for kings. Oh, Lemuel, it is not for kings to drink wine, nor for princes strong drink. Give strong drink unto him that is ready to perish, and wine unto those that be of heavy heart. So what do you think, Tony? Well, I know it's definitely not a thing, good thing for me to drink, you know. I, I can't drink moderately. No. <laughs> uh, you know, I go all out, you know. One's too many and a thousand's never enough. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's not that last one that gets me drunk. It's the first one. Yeah. Here's, and, here's uh, the thing I like. Here's the verse that I, I picked out all of them to read because this pertains to me. It says, you cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons, too. You cannot have a part in both the Lord's table and the t- and the table of the demons. Yeah, no man can serve two masters. <laughs> no. And know? if you're drinking, what are you thinking about? Either you love one and hate the other yeah. or... Yep, you know, yep. if, if that's you're real. drinking, and you know, you're usually ain't much thinking at all. Yeah, <laughs> that's you, real. You, you get wrapped up in self, and you yeah. know, your judgment becomes cloudy. I, I make uh, dumb decisions. Yeah. Um. You know, I woke up many a time uh, in the regional jail <laughs> wondering how the heck I got there from the night before of a long yeah. night of drinking. You know. Yeah. I don't miss him hangovers none. Me either. I don't miss anything comes with it, actually. It says, drinking alcohol is a very hot topic among Christians that has been argued and discussed for thousands of years. God warns us to not be drunk, not be drunk and describe certain situations where someone should not drink. But the Bible never says that alcohol is wrong. Since the Bible does, doesn't absolutely forbid drinking alcohol, whether or not someone should drink is a personal decision to make for yourself. But like you're saying, and also in the Bible, it states that, okay, say, say, I know that you shouldn't be drinking. It's a sin if I drink in front of you. You know what I mean? I shouldn't step you in that direction either. That is a sin. So it might not be, it might not be a sin for me to drink, but it's a sin for me to get drunk. And it's also a sin for me to drink in front of my brothers if they are alcoholics. You know what I mean? If I'm going to have you stumble in any way, it's a sin. We're asked not to do it. Yeah, I know I used to be a pretty heavy drinker. Yeah. Uh, you know, I started drinking probably, you know, in moderation when I was 15, 16. I could remember, you know, me and about five of my buddies, friends, uh, on the weekend, we would we would uh, save up and we'd go get a, some, some beer or... Or I remember my my buddy had his uncle. You know, uh, we would give him, save up and give him twenty bucks every every week to go get a bottle of Vladimir. You know, well, I think <laughs> Vladimir costs seven dollars, but you know, twenty bucks, and he would get down to the liquor store. But that's how it all started for me. 
And, you know, by the time that I was, I was 20, 21, 22, I was drinking every day, you know. Wake up wondering, uh, you know, my life revolved around a yeah, can of definitely. beer. Definitely. Mine too. And actually, it would never, it started with alcohol. Mine did. It started with cigarettes because I was stealing cigarettes, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it, it ended up in alcohol and then alcohol ended up with prison. You know what I mean? Because alcohol ends up with drugs, and drugs, because your morals go down, your integrity goes down, the more alcohol you get in you. You know what I mean? Listen, this, this verse right here says, For you have spent enough time in the past doing what pagans choose to do, living in debauchery, <laughs> lust, drunkenness, orgies, curse, carousing, and detestable idolatry. It says, stop drinking only water and use a little wine because of your stomach and your frequent illnesses. So back in them days, they had to drink it because all the water was bad. So I asked about this. Like everything you hear, you never hear them talking about drinking water. It's usually talking about drinking wine because the water was bad. And if you take bad water and making it alcohol, that kills it. You know what I mean? Purifies it. Yeah. And that's what I was talking about in the Bible right here. You know what I mean? To it says little wine because of your stomach and your frequent illnesses it says go and eat your food with gladness and drink your wine with a joyful heart for god has already approved what you do but then it also says do not get drunk on wine which leads to the same thing you know what i mean <laughs> see my life man i i got every time i got on alcohol it was that way like i swear every time i got drunk it was like it, some people can do that some people can do that little bits but probably a lot of people listening right now know live the same life as us you know what i mean they lived the exactly the same life as us we can't drink <laughs> period we are the epitome is what a sober person needs to be at least i do i remember when i used to get out of jail and the the jail was up on a hill yeah and there was a gas station at the bottom yeah and then i would get get out of jail yeah and by the time I had went down the hill, I was already at the gas station. Yeah, getting getting beer. Yeah, you know? yeah. Was, uh, you know, it was a stress relief. It was a way to forget all your worries. That's what it all really comes uh, down to: escaping reality. Escaping you know, reality. not dealing with my problems. Yeah, and really, we're not escaping nothing. <laughs> no, no <laughs> making real. it worse. Making it worse. That's all we're doing. Making it worse. If you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Yeah. And you uh, know they say grown man business, man. If you try to drink away your you know drink away your day, that ain't grown man stuff. It really ain't. No, I, I did it, Josh, just out of boredom. It was like, uh, hey man, you know, I didn't have nothing to do, but as soon as I got a case of beer, then you know, it's hard to tell what you end up doing, yeah. really. Yeah. But whether I was fishing, four-wheeling, you know, yeah. and if I could drink beer without there being consequences, you know, and uh, I love this right here. It says, though I am free and belong to no one, I have made myself a slave to everyone to win as many as possible. To the Jews, I become like a Jew to win the Jews. To those under the law, I become like a one under the law though i myself am not under the law so as to win those under the law to those not having the law i become like one not having the law though i am not free from god's law but am under 
Christ's law, so as to win those not having the law. To the weak, I become weak to win the weak. I have become all things to those people so that by all possible means, I might save some. I do all this for the sake of the gospel that I may share in his blessings. The reason why I brought that up is because we're doing a test. What you're talking about right now is a testimony. And then I read down through that is that we're talking to convicts and that's what we are old convicts and we're talking about alcohol and that's what we were alcoholics you know what i mean and that's what we're supposed to do what did paul do in the bible he became whatever they were you know what i mean we we did everything they've everything we're talking about we've already did so what are we doing now well i'll tell you what i did this week i've been going over to the ymca <laughs> and i've really just uh, i've been lifting weights um I was uh I tell you what happened to me. Um well I was in the locker room and there was this old guy. Yeah, he was probably about seventy two years old or something, maybe a little older, but he had just gotten out, out of the pool. Yeah. And uh he started talking to me and he was telling me how he had just recently had a heart attack and he had to get a stent put in his heart and and then uh, he wanted to know if if I knew Jesus is Christ. And I said, oh, yeah. I said, well, sure. And I said, you know, God does for me what I can't do my, for, for myself. Yeah. You know, he's, he's everything. And he said, well, how, when did you come to, to know Jesus? And I said, well, I was about six years old, you know, in Awanas and my neighbor, Martha, I went to Sparky's. It, it was a church called Faith Missionary Baptist Church, but I went there and got saved. And from then up until I was 15, you know, I frequented church, and then I told him how I had got, uh, you know, sidetracked. And and uh, he, said, oh, he said, oh, well, he, I said, well, and, uh, he said, oh, I go to church here. He said, we started a small prayer group and accountability group. We're going to read our our Bibles through in one year. Hmm. And he said, would you like to join the group? And I said, uh, I said, well, sure. I said, that's a good idea. I said, uh, well, maybe I should tell. The, I said, we do a little uh, prison ministry podcast and that's a good idea to tell the yeah. guys. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it is. And and then, you know, when he found out I had been uh, in and out of jail and that's how I'd come back to Christ. Yeah. He was like, well, maybe we can start our own thread. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 So, you know, there's often times. Yeah. You know, there's a stigma when we tell people our testimony. Yeah. Like everybody ain't always going to receive that. You're right. Uh, right. You know, and, and the Bible says, you know, and a prayer uh, verse instantly popped into my mind, and it says, you know, we are all one body of Christ. Yes. You know. You're the toe, I'm the foot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Stuff like that, for real. Yeah, you're right. it, it doesn't matter you're right. if you're a drug addict. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter if you're an ex-drunk. Nothing. It doesn't ex, matter. You know, if if. You're serving Christ, and you're serving Christ. Uh, you're serving Christ, yes. no matter yes. from the head to the foot. Well, listen. Think of it like this: When He was crucified that day, He became us. We became Him. Period. Vice versa. Just that's exactly what happened. <laughs> he took our sins. 
We became him, for real. Now, if a person could actually think about that every single day and really the depth of that, wow. You know what I mean? Like, wow, this was done for me, huh? <laughs> yeah, you have to, the Bible says you have to lose your life in order to gain it. Yes. You know, I, I, it reminds me of the Old Testament, you know, when it would tell people, you know, because back in them days, you know, people didn't have much. But, you know, they had, what, a little cattle, some yeah. sheep, a, yeah. a house, and, yeah. you know, sell all your possessions and, and follow the Lord. You know, people yeah. people really worshipped, you know, what little they had. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, those little cows meant a lot. Those yeah. little sheep meant a lot. You yeah, know what I mean? Was, how you were wealth, you know. Yeah. That, was, yeah. that was wealth back then. But, yeah. you know, sometimes you got to, you know, die to yourself, you know, lose your life in order to gain it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they, that saying, they say that, what does it say? Uh, when, the, when the ego dies, the soul becomes yeah. alive. Yeah. When the ego dies, the soul Ego eats and got out. Yeah. That's, That's real. Uh, <laughs> that's real yeah this week man i've been hectic running 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 you know what i mean yeah yeah i've been lifting their weights every morning though i've been trying to do this this new program where the mike metzer program where i just go in and do like four exercises one set oh, each yeah. exercise that's it and leave is he a ufc fighter or? no no he was a he was a guy that got perfect score only guy mr olympia oh really yeah yep 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 so I've, I've been trying to do that, and it's got me putting on weight, so yeah, it's working good. instead of yeah. wearing myself out. You know what yeah, I mean? Sometimes you got to take time, man. This whole world out here moves fast. It does move fast. And uh, if you're not careful, man, you'll get wrapped up in, in the flesh. Yes. You know? Yeah. Uh, you know, every day, man, like yesterday, for example, yesterday, there's a part in the book that says, first requirement, step three. You know, step three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Made a decision to turn our will, right, and our lives. Yeah. So yesterday, I was running in self. And uh, the first requirement, any any life ran on self-propulsion yeah. can hardly be a success. Yes. Any life ran on self-propulsion That's a fact. can hardly be a success. So yesterday I was running on self, trying to run on self propulsion. Yeah, and you know how bam, my day bam, was. Bam, 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 bam. Oh, I felt like a ping pong yeah. ball. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> you know, it, it tells me that I got to stay plugged into God, man. Yeah. As as long as I can keep that plug, yes, plugged into God. Yeah. Then you know God's going to take care of me. That's the truth. But as soon as I pull that plug out, yep. and I try to plug it into myself, yeah. You know, like I'm a crash test dummy. Yeah. You know, self takes over. Yeah. And you know. And how many times have we did it? Yeah. I mean. I think it, that's the best thing. It comes with age is that I can actually walk away from some of the things I never could. You know what I mean? Yeah. I already have. I already already proven facts. I, I couldn't have did it without God. But you know what I mean? I'm just saying nowadays, me and God, God's got me for real. As long as I just keep the curtain down. You know what I mean? Every day. It's an everyday struggle for some Ego of us, you know. Yeah. It's an everyday struggle. Yeah, true. It is. And then some of us just get to, but, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, prayer. Yeah. Staying humble. Yeah. I've been trying to pray more before every meal. That's, yeah, that's good. Because that'll just, 
Get you into motion. It slows you down, man. It takes you through. Yeah. Yeah, like you said, what go through the motions, yeah. you know. Yeah. Of staying humble. Yeah. And, putting God first yeah. before the food. Yeah, putting yeah. God first. Something you need. You got to have food. It's you a sustainable grateful. thing. And guess what you do? When you pray before you eat, what do you do? You you put God first. So that's yeah. perfect. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got to keep him first. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. I know I do. I got to keep him first. Anything you put before God, anything I put before God, yes. in my past now, yeah, I've always just ended up losing anyway. Yeah, anything that I've put before God in my recovery. Yeah, and you know, and that's, you know, I'm 42 years old now, and yeah. uh, still trying to get it figured out because. You know, I don't know about you, but I'm tired of tired, tired of going tired. in and out of jail. Yeah, I'm tired of losing things that I love in life, acquiring and then losing. You know, the the trick is to acquiring things and being able to keep them. Yeah, you know, and without God, I just don't think it's possible. No. Well, listen, I okay, I got 15 years, uh, 15 almost 16 years in. Off and on, yeah, dash cool. twenty two, and this is not bragging. I'm bragging about God right here. By the way, this is a story that's just going to end up bragging about God. So uh, I've got oh, close to sixteen years in, and that's that's a, a whole life sentence, a whole life sentence I've spent in. And uh, I know, almost two years ago, I got out of prison and I got dropped off in Huntington to Lifehouse, where I don't have nobody. I just knew Lifehouse is down here. It's a sober house. And I knew that if I truly put those steps to work, they would leave me exactly where I needed to. They would lead me to God. And what two years ago, I got off the prison train down here. Well, it's just out of a car anyway, to Lifehouse. And now everything is, I got my own apartment. I sell cars on the side. I have a family. I I'm doing good. I'm doing actually the best I have in my whole life. So, and I picked to be sober today because I do have the money to go run and be crazy. And I picked to be sober, and that's a good feeling for real. God might have tried to put you somewhere where you can flourish. Yeah. But, you know, the only thing that can stop you is you. Yeah. That is real. <laughs> you are your own worst enemy. I am my own worst enemy. That's real. You know, self. Yes. Yes. You know, this right here, this whole flesh, it yeah. tries to get in the way, selfish, self-centeredness, you know. I was uh, talking to my old lady about it today, like, about Armageddon, about the Bible and Armageddon. And yeah. I'm like, baby, I'm, the the world is like, okay, you could see it in different views, and I, I try to see different points of view of, like, what it could be, okay? So, like, Armageddon could be the fight we're fighting right now. So, we're born into sin, okay? So, automatically, our body is sin, you know what I mean? And we're born in a sin and what do we do we fight we fight the fight and then we eventually the rapture comes so we believe in god and you know what i mean same thing happens down here on earth yeah. <laughs> same thing we fight the fight we finally believe in god faith in god we ask to be saved and poof we're saved yeah that's true <laughs> now some people don't even fight the fight though yeah some people just uh, accept yeah the way that that yeah. they think they they always have to be a certain way. Yeah, and uh, you know it's hard to change. It is uh, fighting ain't easy. You're right, but uh, when you realize that you're fighting for your life and it fighting is. for your freedom and it is. fighting for your kids and fighting to uh, not be homeless and yeah, you know I got tired of tired of you know for real. I got tired of all those things. Yeah, 
Yeah, I got tired of all of them too. Yeah. And, you want uh, praise out here? Yeah. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, man, just thank you for this day. Thank you for this opportunity to uh, reach out uh, inside of the jails, prison, uh, institutions, uh, getting inside behind these walls and, and just letting the uh, inmates and the, the people know that there is people out here that has been in their shoes. They know what they're going through uh, and that, you know, there is hope. Yes. You know that there is opportunities. Uh, there is um, ways that you can better improve yourself, man. But you, the really the answer really is God, man. You, he will do for you what you can't do for yourself. But man, it's got to be an action program. You know, you got to get out and you got to put action behind it, and it's work. It's not going to be easy, man. It's not going to be easy. But I promise you this. Uh, it will be worth it. And I just pray ahead of protection, man, of everybody and uh, everybody's families. And, uh, you know, I just pray that um, these people will get to know Christ as their Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.